This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 37, The Two Steps to Follow If You Run Out of Ideas in Speaking Part 2. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Are you wondering what to do when you run out of ideas on the speaking test? Today, we'll show you the two steps that you need to follow to fix the situation when you run out of ideas. Get our free IELTS video training course now to get a seven or higher on your IELTS exam. Go to allearsenglish.com slash training. That's allearsenglish.com slash T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Jessica, Lindsay, how's it? How's it hanging? It's hanging. It's hanging. I heard you have a scooter. That is so cool. Do you have a scooter? I do. It's super fun. You know, the crazy thing is that I lived in Taiwan for six years when everybody rides scooters, but I, I never rode a scooter. I only had bicycles for like 15 years. I never had like a motor. And then you and decided then- to get a scooter. <laughs> yeah, in Portland, it's just yeah, it's oh. it saves gas. I fill up my tank for a dollar fifty. So that is so cool. I love yeah. it. I'm gonna have to think about getting a scooter. I like that. I like that because I like to get around Boston on a bike. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. You got to pedal yeah. uphill. You know, that's the thing. Whew. That's the thing. Like I, I love riding my bicycle to work for sure. I love riding my bike, but. You know, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of lazy today. Maybe I don't want to have a 20-mile commute. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Well, I feel like I could talk about this topic forever, but Jessica, on the IELTS, you know, sometimes our listeners, when they're in the IELTS, they feel like they run out of things to say. I mean, when it comes to scooter talk, I never run out of anything to say. But on the IELTS, we get these tricky questions, and sometimes we get to the point where we feel like we have nothing left. For sure. For sure. I mean, that happens a lot in part two. Um, and I, and we were actually talking about this before the show, but I have a few candidates, um, a few students who do IELTS and they're, they're professionals. They work in IT. They're very fluent in English. Their, their English is awesome, but mm-hmm. they're just not comfortable speakers. They mm-hmm. are comfortable, like at their computer designing really 
really, you know, specific programs and stuff, which is yeah. amazing. But when it comes to just, just da da da, just chatting and talking, mm. they're not comfortable with that. So even though they're fluent, part two is still really hard for them. So, okay. yeah. So what should they do in that case? If, if our listeners are feeling like they're in a similar situation, if they're in the same boat with your, your students, I mean, what can they actually do when they run out of ideas? Okay, so this is a two-step uh, piece of advice here. First, okay. first thing, just right away be honest, because the the biggest killer. It, wow, that was a bad negative word. The the no, it's okay. The it's worst graphic. thing. <laughs> the worst thing you can do is to um, not say anything and to have silence, and then right. another. The the second worst thing you can do is to like uh um uh because okay. that is honestly just going to just to kill your fluency score. So mm-hmm. what you should do right away is to just be honest. So mm-hmm. use good language, use good vocabulary, um, and say something like, "Oh my gosh, you know, honestly, that is." everything I can possibly say about that topic, but, and then that's when you can think of something else to say. You have to think of something else to say at that point. But you use that transition phrase where, where you're honest, you're using good vocabulary, good grammar, good pronunciation. Just say, oh my gosh, that is seriously everything I know about this topic. And I can't believe it's not two minutes yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So you really are articulating exactly what's going on in your mind. I mean, exactly. And, and a good, what this also does is that we've, we've talked about anxiety on the test in the past mm-hmm. and you're naming what's going on, right? And if you're, yes. if you don't name what what happened, what's happening, you might get more and more anxious and really start to panic. So it takes off so much pressure if you just can say that to the examiner, hey, I've run out of ideas here. But totally. Yeah. But here it takes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes the pressure off you as a candidate. And I think it makes the examiner feel more comfortable also um, because examiners know that you're nervous. They Mm -hmm. know that it's a tough test. So if you're just honest and relaxed and saying, you know, oh, my gosh, I I am super nervous right now. And that is everything I can think of. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's fine. That's totally Mm -hmm. fine. So Mm -hmm. that's step one. Be honest. Name your fear. Name your anxiety. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you're thinking. You know that you're nervous that you ran out of ideas. Just say that. Um, Yeah. And then if there's still time, try just try to think of another example or like we talked about on a previous podcast, Mm -hmm. think of anything personal experience wise that connects to this topic. All right. Yeah. Hey guys, are you ready to take your IELTS prep to the next level to really get that seven or higher that you want? You can get our free video training course now if you go to allearsenglish.com slash training and we'll show you the best tips, tricks, and strategies to get the seven that you need. Go to allearsenglish.com slash T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. That's allearsenglish.com slash training. See you there. So let's, let's think of a couple examples here. Um, mm-hmm. 
So what if the 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 part two card says describe a famous person you'd like to meet? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting topic, but I don't know, like it's a person you don't know. How long can you actually talk about this person for? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or but maybe at that point, you know, for example, what if you've actually seen a famous person in your life? That yeah. could be a good personal story to go into, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Really good example, Lindsay. You mm-hmm. get a A plus for today. Oh my god, did I get a nine? <laughs> you get a nine for that example. Awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> um yeah, exactly. So um on I think we talked about this in another episode too about uh speaking part two. You don't have to just talk about those ideas on the card. You only have to talk about the topic. So if the topic is describe a famous person, you could talk about anything in your experience that has to do with famous people. Even mm-hmm. um, something you saw on the news last night about a famous person or a reality show that you, yeah. <laughs> that you watch or something, you know, mm-hmm. something you read in a magazine or re- seriously, anything connected to the topic you can talk about. Right. Even someone else's opinion about certain famous people, right? If you have a sure. friend who really loves Julia Roberts or Richard Gere yeah. or whoever it is, you can share things like that. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, and it any like sort of a funny anecdote or funny story you have connected to the topic that should be your the first thing that you should try and talk about is is a story because that's that's the easiest way to fill two minutes is trying to tell a whole story about something Oh, yeah, that should be able to fill more than two minutes, but that yeah. will give you another problem. <laughs> but right. at least to solve today's problem, how to, you know, keep talking. To, again, as you've said, the worst thing to do is to let the silence hang there or to start mm-hmm. using the um and the ah uh, and to not fill the, the silence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, besides the uh, uh, uh thing, don't ask the examiner how much time you have left. Don't be like, is that two minutes? Don't, don't address, like, don't address the examiner like that. Okay. Um, the, the Mm. examiner is keeping track of the time and she or he will tell you exactly when the two minutes is, when the two minutes are up. Mm. So don't worry about that. That is not your responsibility to think about the time ending. And it's not appropriate to ask the examiner questions, honestly. So. And yeah, also, so just, as you said in a previous... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to recap. I was just going to say, instead of that, just be honest about being nervous, running out of ideas, and then just say the first thing that comes to mind connected to the topic. Absolutely. And one more thing, don't ask for another question, right, Jessica? That's another Ooh, thing yeah. that we've talked about in a previous episode that some students might ask for the next question, but it's not. You can't actually do it, right? That's a huge no-no. Yeah. So <laughs> the the examiner's job is to pick out the questions beforehand. Like they have to decide exactly which topics and questions they're going to give you before the test begins. And there's no changing mm-hmm. that. They're not going to say, right. "Oh, yeah, no, this is too hard. Let me let me yeah. right, let me change <laughs> right. this." Like that would be not allowed. Totally not valid. Yeah, no. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good oh, test. Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> right. My mistake. 
like, like no can't am- do it can't so you've got to take what you get right Jessica you've got to yeah. take what you get and just try to run with it try to do your very best and again when it comes to preparing it comes to preparing with a specific strategy and a great study mm-hmm. plan and we'll get into more about that later but this has been really helpful Jessica any final thoughts yeah, um, some of uh, try and think about the the most common question types in part two, and just practice as many speeches as you can about that. So describing people, describing places, describing experiences, maybe just brainstorm people you could describe, you know, family, friend, famous yeah. person, athlete, yeah. um, brainstorm mm. places you could describe my house, my school, yeah. a park, a theater, and then just practice talking about those things for two minutes. Mm, I love it. Maybe we'll have to do more examples on this show. Yeah, that's you know, a good more idea. Examples, yeah. More examples, yeah, more sample answers. Yeah, very yeah. cool. All right, because we know that the speaking <laughs> section is super anxiety provoking for our listeners, so we want to help them out with yeah. that. But this has been helpful. Thank you so much, Jessica. I hope so. Thank you, Lindsay. Have a good day. Enjoy your your Uh, run outside. I will. You know I will. (laughs) Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.